JD Talking Sports. It is Friday, May 1st, 2020. It's May. Who would have thought? It's here. Just had a PT session with Evan. Evan, I appreciate you immensely listening to my podcast. I got to give props to my to, to my my client and insurance agents, Mike Merwin. He saved me like twelve hundred dollars a year on my freaking car insurance. I can't be. I'm happier than picking shit, and I'm making progress with the freaking arm, the bicep. But the things I got to work on, you know. Listen, yeah. hey, it's 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 a journey. It's a journey. He gave me some stuff to do today. I'm gonna do the stuff he gave me today. I'm feeling good about things. Now I just something popped up on my phone. The best, the schools that produced the best quarterback schools of all time. Then they had the top running back schools, and I was like, okay, we're gonna go through everything. Uh, well, you got to put Brady under that one, but Russell Wilson did spend a year. Okay, yeah, the best. Honorable mention, the Cal Golden Bears, Craig Borden, Steve Barkowski, Vince Ferragamo, all right, Aaron Rodgers, Jared Goff, he's been, he's been in the Super Bowl, got the Hurricanes, Jim Kelly, Hall of Famer, Bernie Kosar, Vinny Testaverde, started to combine 322 games, regular season games, Steve Walsh, Craig Erickson, eh, Ken Dorsey, Irish, Joe Montana, yep, Theismann, won a ring, Darryl LaMonica, Berline, yeah, Pro Bowl season, Rick Meyer, no, he sucked. Sooners, you have Sam Bradford, who was a bust. Baker Mayfield, to be, ter- to be determined. Kyler Murray will play in the Super Bowl, I see. Landry Jones, Jalen Hurts, I'm curious what he's going to be. Hey, Troy Aikman. Yeah, but he transferred to really to success at UCLA. Oregon Ducks, Dan Fouts, Hall of Famer. Uh, Bob Berry, Chris Miller, one year. Joey Harrington, Marcus Mariota, to be determined. Kellen, Kelly, Kellen Clemens played a couple years. Stanford, Jim Plunkett won two rings. John Elway, Hall of Famer. John Brody, 1970 MVP award. Andrew Luck, I think if he would have played longer, would have won a couple of Super Bowls. USC. 18 former USC players have an NFL start. Carson Palmer to Rodney Pete and Matt Castle. Pat Hayden, Vince Evans, and Mark Sanchez. And they didn't even put uh, Matt Leinart, who might have been one of the best quarterbacks they ever had. Warren Moon, Washington Huskies, Mike, Mark Brunel, Chris Chandler. Chris Chandler played in the Super Bowl. Warren Moon never really... God, his best years, some of his best years are wasted in the CFL. They all played 17 season each, combined for 14 Pro Bowls. Uh, Moon earned nine. Steve Pillar, Hugh Millen, Damon Heward, and Jake Locker, who I thought was going to be a big one. Now, North Carolina State, Russell Wilson. Yeah. And earned his degree from NC State, so they shouldn't. Phillip Rivers, that's another one. I think he's going to be a Hall of Famer. Roman Gabriel reaches peak MVP season. Eric Kramer, yeah, he did have a yeah, and had the, earned a playoff win in '91, the most recent in Detroit Lions history. You also have Jacoby Brissett, Mike Lennon, Ryan Finley, who's not going to be playing anymore. Number two is Michigan. Come on, Tom Brady, six rings, enough said right there. Jim Harbaugh should have went to a Super Bowl. Bob Greasy, I'm oh, sorry, Brian Greasy and Elvin Gerback were both held backup roles as Super Bowl winning teams. He treats a Pro Bowl. Todd Collins, Chad Henney, 10 years. Mark, I didn't, Todd Collins had 10 years as a backup. And number one is the is Purdue. Len Dawson and Bob Greasy. Drew Brees will be in Canton, but you got Len, those two right there. Gary Danielson and Mike, Mike Phipps. I remember them when I was Jim Everett. Remember he called them, uh, don't call me Jimmy. Or whatever, what, he got into a fight with, what's his name, the guy on, uh, I, I, I used to listen when I was living in California. I'm blanking on his name. Who did Jim ever get into a fight with? 
Jim Everett. Ugh. You know what? I know what's going on with the freaking Jim Everett. Everett. Um, with uh, Jim Rome had that fight. That's what I remember, Jim Rome. That's what I remember about Jim Everett. Never really. Kyle Orton, 82 starts through 101 touchdowns. Yeah, I saw that too. They also had the they also had the, the running backs, but the quarterbacks, so I guess that is the number one all time is Purdue. Where I don't know how Tom Brady doesn't surpass that. But that's not what I really wanted to talk about. What I really wanted to talk about was freaking I gotta find that. I gotta now Mike everybody's talking about Michael Jordan because you know everybody Michigan's brother even sent me a a tweet about freaking Jordan saying how he much he loves the last I keep on the last the last stand, the last stance. So Michael Jordan, far away, you know, the richest athlete. He's earned about $90 million in his basketball career. He's worth about $2 billion now. But his agent was on Boomer and Geo, Boomer Sison and Greg Giannotti. And he shared a couple stories about Jordan, you know, that it was tough to get Jordan to agree to an endorsement these days. When MJ was in Asia a few years ago for a Hornets preseason game, a woman for the Philippines offered him $7 million to have Jordan appear for the day at a golf event. Jordan, who we all knew loves golf, said no. But he said, there's nothing compared with another offer. The company asked for two hours of Jordan's time, plus the right to use his name and likeness. In exchange, they get a hundred. He'd get a hundred million dollars. Hundred million dollars. He turned it down. He goes, "Folks, had a Burma deal three years ago for hundred million. All he had to do was, other than giving his name and likeness, make one two-hour appearance to announce the deal, and he turned it down. God bless him. He's been so successful. It gives him an opportunity to do whatever the hell he wants, or not to do things he doesn't want. I really admire that. He's very, very selective in the things he wants to be involved in. Hundred million. Hundred million. One, two hours." And to be that rich to say, hey, he could have been the fa- face face of those Frank Thomas male enhancement pills or something resembling. Hey, listen, he says, you know what? I'm not doing that shit. hundred million. He said, nah, not doing it. Not happening. Yeah, I miss my clients. I miss, I miss, I miss the routine. You know, I did my workout today. I watched the Parks and Rec, which, you know, I, you know, I was like, ah, but it really kind of ended. It ended with a beautiful moment where, where, he said to her, you know, I know it's good you're taking care of everybody, but also make sure you're taking care of yourself. And I think that's what we all have to, we're all we're all so worried about everybody else that sometimes I don't think we take a moment and take a moment for ourselves and be like, you know what? Because I worry about my friend Rhonda, she's alone. I worry about Rock living, being by himself. I worry about my friends who aren't, you know, around other people. I mean, Lanker's got a family. Gumbleshef's got a family. And, and Big A, I worry about Big A. I worry about James. I mean, James is around family, so I'm not going to worry 100%. But I worry about people that are by themselves. And I just want to tell everybody out there, you know, who listens, and I'm, I'll tell you, I'm very happy with the people listening, that if you need someone to talk to, you call me. You FaceTime me, whatever you need. Getting a little emotional in my older age. Yeah, I changed my lock screen to a picture of Michigan and I, and then I have a great picture of Maddie on my computer where she's uh, eating and she's spaghetti sauce all over her face. And my screen's a lot brighter now, which I, I, I highly, I, I, I love. I love a lot. And, uh, I was watching, uh, oh, you know, I never knew this phrase, but Michigan told it to me, teamwork makes the dream work. You know, I was like, wow, I like that one. Teamwork makes the dream work. So I was watching this uh, clip from this Chinese professional baseball league, and they were doing fist bumping. Well, it's only them there, but it was kind of cool to watch some baseball. A little high, little home runs. They were speaking a little English. You know, do a little dance, make a little love, get down tonight. Get down tonight. It was cool. No fans, but I think, you know, they can come back because I was just watching Real Sports with Brian Gumble, and they showed a match in Italy when they scored a goal that the people screaming and everything and all the saliva going around the stadium. Well, it opened up a whole shitstorm of people getting sick, and they said that, you know, 
San Jose took with San, uh, San Francisco and San Jose took a long time to shut down. They played a couple games when they probably shouldn't have, and they said that you know the sports franchises said, "Hey, we did we followed the rules," which you know they did, but you know uh, one, a, a professor who studied infectious diseases at Cal Berkeley was saying, you know, when he saw what was coming, he said, "We got to shut everything down," and that you know if they would have kept things open, it, they could have had seventy over seventy two thousand more cases of people getting sick, and who knows how long that would have. How many were other people they could have infected, which is really scary. Now, I talked about how Jordan told turned down $100 million. Well, someone paid 800000 to spend, uh, auction off a chance. The six, Brady off, auctioned off a chance to go to, you know, first home game is a buck. It's the largest grossing package seen so far on the All-In Challenge. It's raising ch- uh, money for charities, assisting those in need during the coronavirus you, you, you'll get to join Tom in this historic and unprecedented experience by attending with three friends, his first game at the Bucks, a private dinner or a private work with Tom Brady. The choice is up to you and your friends. After every awe-inspiring moment with this modern legend, you'll get to take home his first game-used uniform and cleats to display and cherish with your other Brady memorabilia. A moment like this doesn't happen often in sports, and now you can be, in a, be, you can be a piece of it and all its glory. All-in Challenge at Fundraiser was created by Michael Rubin. He's the founder of the sporting apparel group company Fanatics and it is a co-owner of the Sixers and the Devils. It's the goal is to provide food to children, the elderly, and the frontline heroes fighting to stop the spread of coronavirus. As of Thursday, more than $25 million has been raised for charities such as Feeding America, Meals on Wheels, America's Food Fund, World Central Kitchen, and No Kid Hungry. It began on 50000 on Tuesday after 32 bids that closed at 800, so it went from 50000 to 800000 Uh, Brady accepted the bid in a post on social media back on April 14th. At the end of the post challenged seven people to take part in it, including NFL Commissioner Roger Goodell, who accepted that challenge two days later, offering a VIP experience at the Super Bowl that includes tickets at midfield and a chance to join him during the trophy presentation. 17 NFL experiences make up more than 100 items that are currently up for auction in the challenge. Last week, the NFL received high praise for how they pulled off. You know, they, they did a great job with the draft. They did. Yeah. Yeah, even felt that, yeah, acknowledged that the difficult decisions had to be made because of the economic consequences of the coronavirus. You know, he said he's reduced his salary to zero, effective last month, but as I said, he's making a fortune. But I like these. Hey, if you want to pay 800000 Michigan said, if I had it, hey, listen, Jordan can tell, turn down $100 million, someone could pay 800000 and it goes to a good cause. God bless him. That's a lot of freaking shekels. That's a guy I wish I was training, or woman. It's a lot of shekels, my friends. And the you know NBA season up 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 right now they don't know what's going to happen, and Silver's Adam Silver the commish has begun considering the league options for hosting the 2020-21 season. They might uh, switch the calendar, a drastic switch that would start in December and extend through late July or, July or August. Sources said, yeah, just so they closed New York State, all schools closed, and Bill, it's coming to Jersey. Uh, Silver has been preparing teams for the possibility of a delayed start to next season, which would potentially address the league's long, longer-range concerns because I saw they just pushed the draft till the end of summer. NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman is considering a similar change to its league schedule for the next year. And in Major League Baseball, uh, the Players Association rejected a proposal from the league on how to handle the 2020 amateur draft with the season currently on hiatus and the corona and with all going down. MLB's proposal included 10 rounds, five more than the minimum MLB is permitted. Per an arrangement, the sides reached in March, but included other restrictions that the players found unacceptable. They said it's still expected to happen. 
Yeah, well, I guess they're going to fight over this. So, you listen, no one knows what's going to happen. They're closing schools. I mean, I was walking Michigan today. I mean, we have no freaking clue when things are going to get back to some, when they let people go back to work. I mean, they're closing down the subways. Subway? Subway. I can't even speak today. I'm so excited. And I don't know. I mean, I think they just got to keep pushing it back. I don't think the NFL season, I think they're going to just have to keep pushing it back. And if they do, they do. Listen, 2020 is going to go down as the as a year that no one will ever, ever forget. No one will forget 9-11. No one will forget, you know, you know, 2000, you know, the, what, a lot of people, 2008, it destroyed them. It is what it is, folks. We got to take each, you know, all I do is I get wake up, I'm smelling the air. I was coughing this morning. Michigan was nervous about me coughing. I was like, listen, I've just got a cough. It's nothing big. We'll move on from here. Just got to keep your head up and keep going. I saw the Titans did not pick up the fifth-year option on the Western Michigan. Uh, Corey Davis, who they took number five overall in 2017. Last year, he had uh, 43 catches for 601. But then in the AFC Championship game, he had five catches for 65 yards against the Chiefs. Hey, you're playing for your next contract, man. First year, didn't do shit. Second year, he had 65 for 891, four touchdowns. Last year, he's playing for next contract. Yeah, this is the earliest you can pick it up. So he's playing his fourth year. So this is basically, yeah, he's playing a four, it's going to have four years for guys. So he's going to earn about 825000 in base salary and count $8.17 million against the cap. Someone has asked to explain that to me. So it's 825000 in base salary, but count eight point one seven. If he's not making any point one seven, how is the, the how is that counting against the cap? I need I need answers. I'm not good at this stuff. I need I need help with this. So someone can help me out with this whole what's against the cap and all that stuff. I'd greatly appreciate it. I gotta look this up. He didn't get picked up. Solomon Thomas didn't get his fifth year picked up from the from the Niners. A lot of these guys, you know, they go high draft picks and it ends up it doesn't really pay off in the end. They can. It's crazy times. It's crazy times, folks. It's it's just it's just bad. It's bananas. A hundred million. Imagine that. A hundred million. Jordan turns on a hundred. I just I'm like wow. Yeah, crazy. Yeah, I miss Vince Carter. I, I applied for unemployment. They're not gonna give it to me, and now I gotta wait for four more weeks. Yeah. So the NBA draft I said is gonna be August or September from June 25th per the Ringer, which you know I I'm like, do I want to pay? for a site to read articles. I mean, I guess it's the same as paying for a streaming service, but I'm not 100% sure. And there's a new show called Upload on Amazon Prime that I want to watch. We watched the end of Too Hot to Handle. Please don't watch it. It's really stupid. It really wasn't good. I was really disappointed. And new giant safety, Xavier McKinney, says he's ready to do whatever the coaches ask of him. He says, I just want to help the team as much as I can. As I can. For me, I pride myself on being able to contribute and have an impact on the game. That's what I look forward to the most, whatever the coaches ask of me. This is from Bleach Report. Listen, I think the Giants get in him early. He's going to be a beast. There's a logo reveal for Space Jam from LeBron, a new legacy. Yeah, I think it's going to suck. The Eagles are married to Carson Wentz. Even though they took Jalen Hurts, they said, we are all married to Carson. We've shown it with our actions. And how about a freaking... What's his name? Uh, having a kid through a surrogate yesterday. He said, as a gay kid, I never thought it would happen. You know, I was like, wow. I mean, I, I thought that was... Uh... Oh, yeah, Vanessa Bryant shares heartfelt tribute to Gianna on her 14th birthday. Yeah, she's not good. You never get over losing a kid. You never lose over a kid. But how about... Uh... Oh, yeah, Chiefs gave rookie numbers. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire will wear number 25 with the new squad. All these guys with their numbers. 
Von Miller is free from the COVID, which is good. Anderson Cooper, Wyatt Morgan Cooper. Congrats. He thought he would never, as a gay kid growing up, he thought he'd never get looking. It's a beautiful world. So congrats to Anderson Cooper, man. And Nick's, we were talking to Joe Bumbles about this. Nick signed Chris Paul, bringing him to the th- bringing him would jumpstart the franchise's effort to build a wing. Listen, he's a great player, but they, it's a lot of fucking money. It's a lot of dinero. And that's what I'm saying. Do you want to pay that much dinero? He's got a big, 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 big number. Big number. Oh, I got to watch tonight the uh, E60 on Alex Smith. It's on 730. I'm interested in watching that. And, and there's a, I, the rival between the Saints and the Panthers, it's big. So I went to the seventh round of this year's draft. Payton broke down the athletic, you know, how they swooped in and they took the a draft, uh, the quarterback flex player Tommy Stevens from Mississippi State who had a chance to sign with Carolina as undrafted free agent. He goes, there's no way I want to go, go losing this kid, Payton said, of the former Mississippi State of Penn State quarterback. He's been compared, compared to Taysom Hill. So you have two Taysom Hills on the – that's two guys you could put in the game and anything can happen. We know the role. We invented the role. That's kind of cool. Now Chris Thompson signs with the Jags on a one-year deal with Jacksonville. So the Saints did not want – did not have a seventh-round pick. In fact, they didn't have any picks in four through seven after trading to select – a Dayton tight end, Adam Troutman, at the end of the third. So they spent most of the Saturday trying to, you know, identify and recruit the underdrafted rookies they want to sign. So Stevens was high on the, you know, they wanted him. And once they found out Stevens had agreed to join the Panthers if he wasn't drafted, you know, he'd worked with Joe Brady when he was, Brady was a graduate assistant at Penn State. And Brady, of course, used to work as an offensive assistant with the Saints, which added to the intrigue of this bidding war. So he goes, it became my project who said uh, the Saints first offered a match, Carolina's offer, a $15,000 signing bonus and $30,000 of uh, Stevens' salary guaranteed. Then Payton said the Saints had tried upping, you know, tried upping it to, uh, offered a $144,000 of salary guaranteed, but Stevens and the agent Buddy B- Baker didn't budge because Stevens wanted to honors or commit to Carolina. So the Saints decided to outflank the, uh, the Panthers by trading their 2021 six-round pick to the Texans, for the seventh round of this year, they took Steven, Stevens with the 240th overall pick. He sent one text to Brady that said, not so fast, another Stevens, and Bakers that said, I'm, t- I'm tired of asking, now I'm taking. <laughs> and there's, uh, you know, competitive juices flying between me and Sean about we want this player, and we're not going to let anybody take him from us. We're going to take him from them, Saints assistant GM and college scouting director Jeff Ireland said on the team's daily podcast. Pretty cool. Peyton said I was having some fun. You, you, you had given your word, and I respect that. But we weren't going to lose, lose you. We weren't. We, we were going to be. You were going to become a saint. Uh, they explained that you know Saint C. Stevens as both a development quarterback and someone they could use as a tight end or on special teams, much like they used Hill in the recent years. Six five, two hundred thirty five pounder. He threw for a. Uh, 1155 yards, 11 touchdowns, five interceptions during an injury-riddled season as a graduate transfer of Mississippi State last year. He ran for 381 yards, four touchdowns. Good move. I like the move. I'm okay with it. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Michigan is out for a while. You know, I wrote great and I wrote greasy. Also, what I see, yeah, uh, Will Ferrell, he got up in the, what he did, he got on the Seahawks call, and then he put a shirt up, Isn't, is this the body of a 38-year-old 30, 30 uh, tight end? It's pretty funny. NASCAR's going to have seven races in 11 days. I know Patrick Higgins, guy I went to grade school with, he liked uh, what I put, Darlington coming up. 
And Spieth got a hole-in-one, but it was denied because there was a spacer in the cup, you know, because they don't want anybody to touch and put their hands inside the cup. They're, they put a piece of plastic. So it doesn't count. Who the fuck? Whatever. But NASCAR, listen, three of those races, two cup races and an Xfinity uh, Series event will be held at Darlington, NASCAR's oldest speedway. A pair of Wednesday races fulfilling fans' longtime plea for a midweek, midweek event, which is good. Seven, I like the seven events, seven events in 11 days. I think that's a good thing. So May 17th will be a cup race. May 19th will be an Xfinity race, 200-miler. May 20th will be a cup race, 500 kilometers. Nobody says 500 kilometers. I guess that's what the, yeah. May 24th is a cup race at Charlotte, 600 miles. May 25th is a 300-miler Xfinity race. May 26th is a trucks at Charlotte, 200 miles. And May 27th is a 500-kilometer. So what's that? 100 kilometers, 62, 310 miles. Yeah, right? 62, yeah, 310 miles. Why don't they just say 310 miles? Why is it? I don't know. I think, hey, listen, something to watch. And it's, yeah, I like that. Put put some stuff out there. You know, I'll watch it. And they're doing a whole thing with the work. You know, team members will be allowed into the racetrack. They will be required to wear cloth face masks. If anybody does not, but removed. Mike Pence, you know, you know, finally wore the mask the second time around. Dipshit. Uh, teamwork areas in the garage will be spread out to comply. So they're doing all this stuff. Comp- competitor manor- motorhomes will be allowed in the racetrack infield, but instead of occupying one enclosed area, they will spread out throughout the infield. Teams will be limited to 16 total members, including the driver. All events will include live pit stops. Live pit stops were a high priority during the formulation of the return in order to make the race experience look and feel as normal. Yeah. Yeah, why not? They have to do it. I'm okay with that. Yeah, I think yeah, this is all good stuff. Over the wall, pit crew members will use face screens or neck socks in addition to their normal gear, fire suits, helmets, and gloves. They've asked race teams to closely monitor the health of their employees before, during, and following the events. Random temperature checks. Yeah, I think, and and, hey, there's not going to be any, that's fine. Got to do what they got to do. Yeah, I think it's all, these are all smart moves on their part. Yeah, I love all these players. K.J. Hamsler photoshopped him wearing number 13 for Denver. Good for him. Uh, EPL will hold neutral venues. They said if they when they return, they'll they told neutral venues are only way to finish season. Up to 10 stadiums would be used. Yeah, got to watch the Michael uh, Alex Smith thing tonight. Yeah. Parks and Rec was cute. And I watched the season finale of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Very good. Yeah, and showed me some exercises today for my... I'm very happy about that. So I'm feeling good about my body. 100 million. Jordan turned down 100 million. Wow. Anderson Cooper, good for you. Yeah. All good. All... F- yeah. Yeah, I, I... This Michael... This Alex Smith thing, I'm like, ooh, that's gonna be tough to watch. Yeah. Oof. Yeah, it's called... I forget what the Alex Smith thing is called today. It, uh, week ele- yeah, I think it's called Week 11. Is that what it's called? E60. Uh, shit. E60. I forget what it's called. E60. Alex Smith. It's called Project 11. Yeah, Project 11. Yeah, that's all, that's, that's all she wrote for today, folks. Okay, last show's trivia question. Youngest quarterback to win a Super Bowl. Big Ben was 23 and 3 to 20 days when he won Super Bowl 45. 
over the Seahawks in Detroit. They actually had a terrible game. They won the game in spite of him. I was in Hawaii for that Super Bowl. I remember that game. Okay, today's trivia question. Second youngest quarterback to win the Super Bowl. Who's the second youngest quarterback to win a Super Bowl? All right, folks, remember, it's out there. You need to talk to me. Big A Rock, uh, Ronda, I don't know, Gumbo Chef Bill, Harris. Evan, you need to talk to me. Lanker, Big E, Eric the Great. Any of you people need to talk to me. LG. I said Harris, I said Bill. Michigan always talks to me. I talk too much. All right, Ev, thanks for a great freaking PT session today. Michigan, I will see you soon. Everybody, have a nice weekend. Happy May.